Welcome to the Toronto Family Show. This is where we interview changemakers, showing what's taking place in the city and how they are making a difference. Since March of this year, online searches for learning curriculum and lessons have gone up 400%. Toronto Family Show is recording a series dedicated to quality curriculum and learning content that can be used at home as well as in the classroom. Today I'm chatting with Annika Vendermerv, the Managing Director of The Great Canadian Adventure, which is a Canadian-made social studies curriculum. With 2020 bringing learning home, many families are taking significantly more ownership of their children's education and are looking for Canadian-made curriculum options, especially in core subjects, social studies being one of them. The Great Canadian Adventure offers a comprehensive, in-depth social studies curriculum that incorporates geography, history, literacy, spatial reasoning, and math in its content. Hi Annika, welcome to Toronto Family Show. Please share with our listeners how this Great Canadian Adventure came about. So I can tell you this, I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. When I started writing the curriculum, my one daughter was eight and the other was six. And I was I decided to homeschool and I discovered that there's very little available um, for social studies. So I, um, I'm from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And back in South Africa, I used to write curriculum. And so I decided I would just take a look and see if I could maybe something together for them um, and then I was started looking at different provinces and what their requirements were for social studies and I found that um, the requirements weren't very congruent you know what's 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 used in grade three in this province is used in grade five and the other so I realized that I can't really use the um, the provincial standards as my guideline And then I found the Royal Canadian uh, Geographical Society, um, which, and they had a wonderful tool. They had created an outline that they suggest for geographic literacy curriculum for from kindergarten to grade 12. And they suggested topics that could be covered in each grade. And that is then what I used as a base and I decided to build a network of both science, geography, um, information around one single topic, which was Canada. The topics as well, for example, kids would learn about magnets, but they won't link learning about magnets to anything else that's relevant to magnetism. Um, and that's always what's frustrated me about curriculum is the fact that it doesn't build a network of learning. You know, learning kind of takes place in isolation. Uh, history is quite bad for that because you could, for example, you could learn about the Acadians separately, or you could learn about the Plains peoples, but there's very few things that connect how history took place um, 
you know, and how events unfolded. That's so true. You know, when you, what you said about magnetism, I remember I actually wrote curriculum for my students uh, about magnetism around Hudson Bay being different. And like they thought it was so interesting and we got into gravity and hey, if we go there, we're going to be lighter. Like it was just, I mean, kids get immersed when stuff makes sense and when they make connections. Congruency, I think, is critical when it comes to curriculum. I'm excited because I, I, coming back to the fact that I wrote it for my own girls, the things that I put in the curriculum are the things that I, that I wanted them to understand and I, how, and it is what I thought would excite them about Canada. So really it was, yeah, the whole, I think the heart of the curriculum was to get my girls, my girls to love the country. That's right. And and we need we need more of this curriculum so Canadian kids can learn about Canada. I love like I was looking uh, over your geography learning topics and I mean this this can go from little kids. I mean uh, last year I taught 7th grade and you know we talked about tar sands in Alberta and oil transportation and renewable energy and we you know we had a huge debate over, you know, should we or should we not have tar sands and how, you know, what's in it for Canada? Like, and it goes from middle schoolers or, you know, you can go to little kids and learn about rocks and I don't know, soil. And I, I, I love it how wilderness, there's just so much, there is so much content in your curriculum. So I, I'm so excited to be able to share this with, with our listeners. So they can... I'm grateful. I I appreciate that you uh, that you like it. <laughs> I love it. I, I I actually I think social studies and science are, are so interesting and kids love it. And when they're teeny tiny, like six, seven, eight, they I mean, that is a crucial time for them to not only learn about it, but they build such a bank of knowledge that takes them then across higher grades into middle school and high school. The vocabulary that children obtain by reading, by asking questions, like you cannot, you just can't catch up if you don't do it during this, you know, young years. You know what I discovered while I was writing the geography curriculum was how geography is actually an applied science. And that's why you can bring in science topics into a, into a geographic study because it, it's it's basically how, how how science is applied to a location. It's connected. It's, which I loved, yes. Right. I'm actually, last year we had a textbook and it was social studies textbook and it was mostly about science and my students used to laugh like, and they'd say, uh, what, what are we learning now? Is this science or social studies? But you can't learn one without the other. Without the other, exactly. Right. Yes. But that heavy vocabulary that kids get encountered with, like in middle and high school, if they have this huge bank of knowledge and if they can develop concepts and make connections when they're very young, you know, yes. a lot of people think, ah, eh, they're little, you know, it doesn't matter. But these fundamentals make all the difference. Yes. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's just not even about, I mean, learning about your own country and about geography and history, and this is all needed and amazing, but so much more across curriculum that children learn and gain these fundamental reading skills 
vocabulary is so huge and and kids if the kids who read have like they have such a academic achievement that like carries them across just from non-fiction reading these cute little books when they're teeny tiny Toronto Family Show has been brought to you by King West Academy. Learn anytime, anywhere. KingWest.ca. That will, you know, that will actually make this winter a little bit more bearable. I know that a lot of people are not going to take their kids into libraries, and I mean, we have our, you know, numbers are going up. So, to do something fun at home is is going to be the key to keep the kids engaged yes. and. And I, I am going to put your website on our blog so parents can, um, you know, access and see what I'm talking about. But can you tell us a little bit about your membership and about the little boxes, like membership boxes, their adventure boxes, you call them? So initially when I started, I was still busy writing the curriculum mm-hmm. when I started. So I did it as a subscription. So everybody would start um, from Newfoundland and Labrador, and then the next month they would receive the Nova Scotia, and then New Brunswick, and then PEI. So um, it used to be only a subscription, but since I finished writing all 12 sets, um, you can buy a box set, either the first six or the second six, the last six um, provinces, um, or you can buy the full set of 12. Um, now, for the geography series, we usually include some supplies that you need to do the experiments. Um, usually, one set of whatever you need. Right, and I love your sets, your adventure boxes, uh, whatever you call them, are project based. They're like hands-on yes. learning, and yes. that is what kids love. It's not like a worksheet; like it's it's yes. immersive. You know. I used to test the activities with my uh, with my daughter, and she would she was my harshest critic. She would say, "No, that's boring." <laughs> and then yes. I try to find something else. It's so true. <laughs> Kids are so yeah. honest. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's boring. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I tried to make it hands on because she wanted to do hands on things. Right, and you know, hands on. I realized that if, if it wasn't hands-on, it wouldn't engage her. So, and I understand also that I wouldn't, I live rurally and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the supplies that I needed for these weird little activities that the books required. So I thought, you know what, if I want to help parents, I would send them the weird little supp- supplies that they're going to need to do the activities. So That's perfect. I, I made a decision that for the geography that I would send the weird little supplies that you need. For Thank you. Time. And you know what? Parents appreciate it. I mean, you know, whenever you come back home from Toys R Us and the toy doesn't have batteries and the kid child is like completely disappointed. It's like, yeah. yes. we as well have not done anything. Like, it's just bad. So yeah, that's amazing. And you know what that also like, that is liked by boys and girls. Like they love immersive hands-on learning. And then, so that was with the geography series. With the history series, I initially started just writing a book that kids would read for history. And I realized that my daughter will lose interest very quickly if she has to just sit and read or just sit and listen. 
And that's why our history became a scrapbooking history. So that while they read, they have to cut out and paste pictures into a journal. So they basically build their own history textbook while they read through and learn the history. And they have to apply the images to the text, so they have to make the links. Um, and that is why the history is a cut and paste history. I love it. I, I saw uh, there's also a YouTube video that shows oh, yes. your history scrapbook. It is so cute. Uh, who did you do the illustrations? Because they're just amazing. No, um, so I thought I was very lucky with the illustrators. Actually, the illustrator that does the geography series is from Argentina. <laughs> and the illustrator that does the history series is from Mexico. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful yeah. illustrations. They, they make such a huge difference for kids because visuals are so important. Yes. And we decided to go with a cartoonish image for history because sometimes the topics in the history can be quite severe. We talk about abduction. We talk about starvation. We talk about slavery, things that are actually that that kids could be sensitive to. And um, so we, without taking away from the severity of the situations, we wanted to make an image that wouldn't, you know, <laughs> devastate. I am so happy to share this. And I mean, I, I'm, if you have any last uh, thoughts, comments, any kind of recommendations for parents, so um, the questions that I often get is what ages um, the curriculum is for. Um, so the geography series, it was really written for kids that can read already. I think some of the value of the curriculum will be lost once the kid cannot read yet. Um, so I would say later grade one, grade two is the best age up to around age 10. The illustrations are too young to really interest kids that are older than 10, you know, 11, 12, it's, it gets, they're a little bit too old for the level of learning. But you know, um, that, that makes it actually perfect because that is the gap that we have in our curriculum right. in Ontario. Right. We don't have curriculum for this little young age group. We have yes. a bunch of curriculum for middle and high school, but not enough for a little kids. Little kids, yes. Um, and then the history, I suggest that kids start that at age 10 and up, or let's say grade grade three and up, um, because of the sensitivity of the topics. Because when they're younger, there are just certain things you don't really want to tell your child. They need to be at least at least 10, I think, for the history to hit. But really, the history doesn't have an age limit. I have adults that really enjoy doing the smash, the smash booking. <laughs> so <Little> kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the history really can be done by anybody. And then we have, we created the Tiny Traveler series for younger siblings who couldn't quite grasp the geography concepts, but still want to be involved while the older kids learn. Right. And that curriculum, Although the topics are geography-based and history-based, um, the activities are art, numeracy, and literacy. They're not really geography and science-based. But that's really what they need. Yes. I so, mean, you know, any teacher I've taught first grade, and if you don't let them draw, I mean... They want to draw. They, they want to... Stickers. We put stickers in the t Tiny Travelers books because 
know. We love stickers, and they're so stickers. If you don't let them draw, they will draw on your worksheets or on tests. You will get the drawings. The one other thing that I would like to share, and I don't know if you saw that, is that um, as my as my daughters are growing older, I've started working on a world geography series. Yes, I saw that. For ages twelve and up, which will which will basically look at politics, uh, world, you know, geography principles, um, yeah, religion and culture is the big things that I focus on in that series. To find out more about the Great Canadian Adventure Social Studies curriculum, their membership and adventure boxes, go to thegreatcanadianadventure.ca. show has been brought to you by King West Academy. Learn anytime, anywhere. King West Academy has rolling 2020 registration for elementary, middle and high school students. Their flexible learning options include full-time and part-time studies, as well as individual classes towards Ontario High School Diploma, taught by highly qualified Ontario certified teachers. To find out more, visit kingwest.ca.